0: Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name's Les Roberts.
1: And I'm Ann Elder.
0: And today, Anne, we are going to discuss and review the theory of everything. Okay. This is a film about the life of the greatest genius now living, mm-hmm. Stephen Hawking, who was struck when he was in his early 20s with Lou Gehrig's disease, uh-huh. told that he had two years to live of course, he is still living now at the age of 74, so this is an amazing story, but when you get right down to it, it is a love story.
1: You're exactly right. It is Stephen's story, but it's the story as seen through the eyes of his wife at that time, Jane. It's based on her memoir, My Life with Stephen, which was a bestseller, and then they came along and made a movie. But the picture, as you pointed out, it's a love story, it's a romantic piece, but it's not really focused on Stephen Hawking the scientist. It's really about Stephen Hawking the young student and eventually the successful scientist. Right. And researcher.
0: What is so wonderful about this picture is the performances of the two stars. Yes I agree. Eddie Redmayne plays Stephen Hawking.
1: Oh do we love him.
0: You might remember him as probably the only good thing in Les Miserables.
1: And he was great. In the picture, My Week with Marilyn.
0: Absolutely. But here he plays Stephen Hawking. We see him when Stephen Hawking was young, in his mid-20s. When he meets and falls in love with this beautiful girl, Felicity Jones, who plays Jane.
1: Prettiest girl on campus, I would Absolutely.
0: Of course, at Oxford. And he's walking along, almost skipping because he's so happy that he's fallen in love. And he suddenly trips and falls flat on his face and can't get up. Then he is told that he has two years to live and Jane marries him anyway because she loves him. Correct.
1: I thought that those early scenes were so revealing because he was really a nerd. Oh, totally. (laughs) Totally. He was a self-professed science nerd, I might add. And the way he was depicted as being so socially awkward it yeah. was really interesting to see that. He would be hiding behind a potted palm, kind of looking at Jane, who was dancing with somebody else. And right. He would try to make conversation, but he really couldn't very easily. Eventually, of course, she kind of broke the ice with him and kind of led him along, and he became more and more poised, certainly enough to ask her to marry him. Absolutely. It's a lovely way to show the courtship of this famous Nobel Prize winning man that practically walks on He's
0: so gifted. He is, and this amazed me. I am not a nerd. I don't understand nerds, but I was astonished at what he could do. Mm-hmm. But what made me like this film so much is it's all about to human beings and how they adjust to a tragic situation and make the best of it. Of course, for her, it gets more and more difficult as he grew more and more incapacitated.
1: Well, he also becomes very depressed from this illness. Of course. It points out that both people in this marriage, Jane and Stephen, needed to resort to some extreme measures in order to survive. And that would be perhaps finding love in some form outside of their marriage. Right. That is not to say that they were guilty of cheating. I don't mean that. But particularly, Jane needed the companionship of somebody who was normal. I felt that that was beautifully handled in this movie. And I thought that Stephen Hawking's understanding of that need for his wife was also remarkable. He was a very unselfish husband, even though you may not have thought that during certain sequences in their life story. Sure. But in reality, I think he was.
0: I think he would have had to be because he was totally incapacitated. He cannot walk. He cannot talk. He cannot eat by himself or drink. He can't do any of the things that we all do every day and kind of take for granted. So it's a very sad story, but it's also very, very uplifting.
1: Well, what Stephen Hawking can do is something that no one else on the planet is capable of. Right, And that is to figure out the mysteries of the universe. If I had one little nit to pick with this movie, it was that I didn't feel that the writers spent enough time showing us Stephen's intellectual capacities. By that, I mean, I would have liked to have heard a little bit more about his theories of the black hole and all of the concepts that he's originated I think that would have added a layer to this film that I would have appreciated. And I think it would have given Stephen Hawking's character a bit more sympathy or compassion. As it is, we really just see him once or twice really getting into the intellectual components of his life.
0: Right. There is a scene where he is giving a talk when he was still able to talk. Uh It was very hard to understand what he was saying. And a couple of people were annoyed with him because of this.
1: The... Way Eddie Redmayne contorts his body oh my. and his face—it's a major accomplishment, and it really shows what Stephen Hawking went through prior to his being totally incapacitated. Yes, I thought those scenes were especially remarkable and very moving.
0: Yes, I liked the first half of the picture a little bit better than I liked yes, the second. Yes, I agree. Half, but I have to say, it's a very good film. Felicity Jones. Let's spend a little bit more time with her. I can see why you want to. She's a very, very beautiful woman. What she does is so focused. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything before, but I adore her and I will go see her in anything.
1: I agree. She's radiant. She mesmerizes both Stephen and the audience at the same time. Right. And I look forward to seeing her in anything because I feel that she has a tremendous charisma. The camera loves Felicity Jones. There is not an angle that she's awkward and she looks fantastic. She's so effortless on screen. She's really magic. That is part of the reason why I love this movie so much, because it is about these two people in 25 years of marriage, and we really explore what marriage is like through them. We see that they have to deal with loneliness, with jealousies, with temptation. Yes. All the human frailties that you wouldn't expect to find in the world of a superhuman intellect, and you do find it in this very interesting, provocative world of Stephen Hawking, as rendered by his wife, the beautiful and sustaining Jane. For me, this movie was very satisfying, mainly because of those two actors. They were simply marvelous. So my theory is, The Theory of Everything gets a green light.
0: Well, I enjoyed both these actors so much. She, as you say, is enchanting in almost every way. And what Eddie Redmayne did was quite astonishing. Correct. And I'm sure it was very difficult and uncomfortable for him to do this (laughs) for several months at a time. And because of that, Mm -hmm. and because it is a love story, and I was moved by it in that way, I am also giving it a green light. Hooray! So, two green lights for The Theory of Everything. All right, we're going to be back soon to do another review. We hope you will be here at that time. Until then, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you have a theory of everything every time you go to the movies.
1: Hi, I'm Christina Yerling biro host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential.